Hey everybody and welcome to Nip Talk. I'm your host, plastic surgeon, Dr. Bruce Herman. And for all those watching us live and on recording, thank you very much. We do appreciate it. With me today again and moving forward from here on out is Sarah Bennett. She's gonna Hi. be <laughs> she's gonna be coasting with me going on. We're happy to have her. In the box, we got Trelvis. Trelvis, you in there? Hey, I am. I am. Did you have a good week, Travis? I did. I had a pretty good week. Uh, I can't complain. How about y'all? Y'all look like y'all are fresh-faced and ready to talk about some plastic surgery. <laughs> yeah, I think we are. <laughs> yeah. No, it was a good week. Um, right now, it's kind of a slow time for me, surgery-wise. It always kind of dies at the end of summer, but I always find stuff to do. And um, did I have one interesting thing. I uh, did an interview for a radio station on Tuesday. Um, Bloom Daddy. Like, I'm not familiar with them, but apparently they're pretty big up in, like, the I don't know, Ohio area. And it was kind of cool. So I do these radio interviews from time to time. It's very, it's very kind of odd. So the first time I did one, I, they call you, right? And then you're talking about these topics. And then at the end, it just ends. Like, they just hang up on you. I'm like, <laughs> okay, that's it. Yeah. And so I got, you know, you get used to doing that. But this time, actually, it's really cool. They called me back, like, a couple minutes later. And they're like, we really enjoyed that interview. And so I started talking to the host. And I think I might be back on that show. Like, that's great. More regularly, yeah. Yeah, it was kind of fun. One thing about radio people, um, they're not very like friendly. <laughs> like really? sometimes, yeah, sometimes they, they don't have the like the proper etiquette, I should say. Like it's not like, oh, okay, well, thanks for calling. Have a great rest of your day. It's just yeah, like, it's just like click. Yeah. <laughs> it's over. But no, it was really cool. So yeah, I think we may do some more some more uh, things with that with the Bloom Daddy show, which is it's just kind of neat to get to ask, you know, to be asked asked back. Yeah, yeah, that is great. What about you, Sarah? Did you do anything interesting this week or weekend? I did. I took yeah. my daughter to the North Texas Rodeo. Oh, rodeo. yeah. Yeah, yeah she loves riding those rides. Um, it's kind of a tradition with me and her. So. Really? Yeah. Yeah, so we go to that probably every other year. And we didn't make it this year. We had some family in town, and like, which would have been good to actually take them. But yeah. we just had some other stuff going on. Um, so yeah, uh, did you catch any music while you're out there? They always have, they yeah. always have bands, right? Yeah, they they have bands like every night. Um, the night that I went, I didn't have my daughter that night. She probably wouldn't have lasted that long there, but it was Davy Crockett. Okay, he's a really cool Texas. Yeah, local local musician. Texas. Art. Yeah, that's the nice thing about Texas is like you get these Texas artists, and they, it's almost like its own genre of music. Yes, he definitely you know, like has Pat his Green. own. I saw Robert O'Keen. Uh, which he's like kind of old school Texas country yes. like a couple weeks ago, but but uh, yeah uh, Also kind of today was kind of adventure, right? Both of us getting in. Travis, yeah. did it rain on you coming in? It did actually. It did. Man. The rain just came like super fast. It came out of nowhere. And they were pretty heavy too And so like it was kind of an adventure for me because uh, right now my son's car is in the shop and so I normally drive a pickup, but it's a really long pickup, so I, I don't want him driving that. So we kind of play musical cars, and my son's driving my wife's car, and my wife is driving my truck. And so I have this, like, yeah, there it is, the B. So that's a 1977 Chevy Blazer that I'm restoring. So I drove that in here in, into downtown Dallas in the rain. And for those who are not from Dallas, like... Pretty nice. Oh, it is pretty I cool, like right? Yeah. yeah. But yeah, I was like, about to say, it's a cool truck. It is cool, but man, I'll tell you what, like that, first off, it's really high. So, like, the thing is, like, it goes back and forth on the road because it's so lifted. And then it's like a standard transmission. It's got, like, you know, a 45 year old transmission. So, it's like shifting an 18 wheeler. And then, so you're driving this thing in Dallas traffic, where if you're not from Dallas, like driving in Dallas is like kind of like a road warrior Mad Max kind of situation. You got cars like zipping in and out, and like that thing only goes like about 75 miles an hour. That's it. Well, that's that's like slow. 
on the freeway. Yeah. And so, yeah, it was a little bit of an adventure coming in, but I made it, I made yeah. it. So, and I actually got a little bit more adventure coming up after, after the show. So, uh, I am actually going on a trip, motorcycle trip this weekend, uh, to Colorado. And my daughter basically talked me into taking her. So my daughter rides with me all the time on my motorcycle, you know, just around town, but this will be the first time we've ever taken a trip together. Uh, so fun. yeah, I mean, she's super excited and you know, I'm, I'm sure we'll be fine. Like we're, we usually take back roads or I take back roads and I'm on trips. So we're not like zooming down the freeway or anything, but it is kind of a long trip. We're going all the way to Aspen and then we're going to hit Denver. Uh, and so her and I are both really into music and, uh, Nine Inch Nails is playing at Red Rocks on Saturday night. Nice. Yeah. I've always wanted to see Nine Inch Nails. Uh, they're kind of an older band, industrial rock. Uh, but so we're going to catch that. But yeah, it should be a good trip. I'm going to post some pictures and stuff on, on Instagram. So That's really nice. Yeah. You got any plans for this weekend? Um, not Working too much. Or? Just uh, being with my little my oh, little lady. Your little girl? Yeah. yeah just is your girl how old is she? She's seven. Seven. Oh, she's a little bit younger. My, my daughter's yeah. 11, about to be 12. So. Yeah, she's just turned seven. Yeah. It's a fun <laughs> age. Yeah. 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 I'm, I'm, I don't know. Like, I, the teenage years, uh, I have an older son, and, and, and he's great, but, like, you know, they do change going into teenage years. Yes. And th those years right before the teens are, like, really a lot of fun. Yeah. yeah. I have a fear she's going to hate me when she's a teenager. <laughs> oh, I don't but. know about that. I'm gonna try it to keep it civil. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's the ever it's the big struggle for parents, right? You know, yes. keeping that relationship good in the teen yeah. years. But Travis, do you have kids? I don't know if I've ever asked you that. No, I, I do not. I no? don't have any. I'm team no kids over here. Team no kids, all right. <laughs> yeah, well, it's something to look forward to. Cool team. Forward. <laughs> all right, so I want to move on to our first segment. And so I the first segment is kind of, you know, I kind of came up with this because of you, because we were talking about you have a big social media following yes. on Insta and uh uh, YouTube as well, and a lot of your followers are, are male. Yeah. Versus mine tend to be a little bit more female, and so it just got me thinking about like what are some of the things that I do in a surgery realm for men, and so you know when you look at like plastic surgeries for men, uh, like I think the top is oh see I think I wrote it. oh yeah eyelids are number one, then like rhinoplasties, and then like neck lifts, and so I do I do some of that stuff. I don't do rhinoplasties anymore, but I do eyelids and I do neck lifts, but. For me, because being I'm a specialist in breasts, the biggest thing that I do is, is gynecomastia repair. Mm -hmm. And so um, for those who don't know, gynecomastia is whenever men get a more feminine looking uh, chest. And it was kind of funny because when I was thinking about this segment, you know, I always say the word gynecomastia. And then uh, did you know, did either of y'all heard of that term before gynecomastia? I'm not. I'm Ish. Not, Ish. Okay. I've not heard of it in that term. So, so what I did is I got on the internet because I was like, geez, I don't even know like what the layman's term for that is. And I thought there'd be some really nice term. No, it's it's man man boobs. Right. Yeah, man boobs is like <laughs> the layman's term because I type in gynecomastia, a common name. And the first thing that pops up, and I actually took a picture of it, is uh, from Howard Stern had a man boob contest on his show. And uh, I was like, oh my gosh. And I was like, Unfortunately, I don't have like a, you know, a nice, a nice common term for, for gynecomastia, but um, I will say that, you know, it is something that is very common with men. And I think a, a, it's more common than people think, because I yeah. think a lot of men don't necessarily, you know, tell people about it or, or seek treatment for it. And I remember the first time I saw it, actually, I wasn't even a plastic surgeon. I, I was a freshman in high school, you know, I'm in the football locker room and some, some older, you know, guy takes off his shirt. And I was like, whoa, wait, wait, this doesn't look right. You know, and it's like, you know, this weird because like you can't stop looking at it. Right. You know, and then you feel bad about it. Like it was a whole thing. And I felt bad for the kid because like, I'm not that guy that gives people grief about stuff. You know, a lot of the kids would, would give them grief about yeah. it. And so, um, so anyway, when I, you know, got into plastic surgery, I, you know, learned more about it and, you know, there actually is, 
uh, ways to treat that. So, so you know, a little bit about it. Um, it. It has kind of like a bimodal like thing of when it pops up. Like kids get it, you know, right? Because it's it's hormone based. It's we as men have estrogen, you know, yes, just just yeah. like you do, and you have testosterone just like we do. But our our percentage of that vary based on our our sex, right? And so, what basically happens is if your if your estrogen levels in the men get a little bit too high, or if your tissues are a little bit more sensitive to that you can actually start to to get symptoms of having a more feminine chest. And so there's a couple ways that that can present. And you saw the Howard Stern guys, and they, they really had kind of like, you know, feminine looking chest. And it can be that. It can be like that kind of fatty appearance that you see here in this little infographic. Um, and it also can be like the fibrous tissue behind the nipple areola. You know, women are very, you know, um, known that during their cycle, like they can, you know, get changes in their breast. And so you can get that with men where you get these kind of hard lumps behind the areola and it can actually be painful. Mm -hmm. So it's not just necessarily like the look of it, but it also, you know, can, can be uncomfortable. Yeah. And, uh, you know, plus then, you know, there's the other symptoms that go along with it. People get self-conscious, you know, it's like, it's, it's kind of one of those things where, you know, people will want to take off their shirt or, you know, they just, they get too anxious about it and, um, it can really kind of affect their life. And so uh, there are other causes for it too. I mean, a lot of times it purely is hormonal. Like, yeah. you know, I, I see it very commonly with, you know, teenagers, early 20s, and you see it again in, in the later years when, when men's testosterone levels start to drop. Uh, but there are some certain drugs that can cause it, like even some prescription drugs. And so another reason why as men get older that they can, you know, potentially get this. You know, yeah. it's a bad thing about prescription drugs, right? I mean, you know, you see all these ads for drugs on the TV. I mean, they all have these side effects, right? It's, it's kind of funny when you see the commercials. And I don't know if you like, if you ever listened to them, I kind of like turn it, you know, tune out. But like at the end, it says, this can cause death, like seizure. Mm -hmm. It's like, and then, you know, I guess they should add man boobs to someone. But like, you know, there's high, high blood pressure heart medications, thyroid, like all that stuff can cause, cause it. And then even some recreational drugs too. Yeah. So, um, it's intense. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And then, and there's this, there's kind of a very, um, low incidence of actually be causing by tumors. You know, um, when I, I remember when I was learning about gynecomastia in, in med school and then in surgery, like, oh yeah, you got to make sure that, you know, they don't have tumors. And so like the first few patients I saw in my office, I'll be like, oh, ask them all these questions, you know, do you, you know, any masses or anything. But I found that to be very rare, you know, mostly it's just hormonal issues, you know. I mean, it's very common. I, I think I read like up to a third of men get it at some point in their lives. So can, can that ever be treated with drugs? So that's a good question. So when you, when you go on to the treatment, you know, as to like what to do, like there's not really like a pill for gynecomastia, yeah. you know. There's kind of the opposite. Like, say, you know, you a, a guy goes to the doctor and he starts a new, you know, blood pressure medication. Mm -hmm. Well, like a month later, he notices that like starting to, you know, have some changes. You could take away a drug, right? Okay. You go to your doctor and say, hey, I mean, it'd be an awkward conversation, right? <laughs> I think your pills are like giving me man boobs, but but it does happen, right? Yeah. And so, you know, for those out there who uh, have it, you know, one thing to kind of consider is, you know, have you had any changes to any medications? Because there are a lot of medications that, anything that can potentially affect, affect your hormones. Yeah. Um, but if, it, if, if that's not a possibility or if it's not due to medications, then thankfully surgery is very, very effective at treating this. Yeah. Um, you know, uh, I do kind of tailor the surgeries based on like what each individual patient, you know, has going on. Uh, for example, like some patients will just get like that hard area there and maybe they don't have like necessarily the more feminine appearance, but they get this kind of painful lump. Maybe you just go in and you take that out and it kind of solves your problem. 
where it gets a little bit more, I don't want to say challenging, because I don't feel like any of these are really that hard of surgery, but where it becomes a little bit more uh, where you got to plan it out is like when it starts to get larger and then, you know, get that really kind of female breast look, even to the point that you start to get the sag. Yeah. And then you have to like go in, you have to remove that fat tissue. And then you, if you have too much skin, you got to take care of that, right? Because you don't want to just have like, you know, it be flat and flabby. You want to make it look right. good. So, so sometimes I'll suck out that fat and then I'll take up some of the skin and do almost like a breast lift like I would do for a woman. Yeah. And so, um, but I'll tell you, having done, I do one of these surgeries probably every couple months, which doesn't sound like a lot, right? You know, you're doing five to 10 a year maybe. But, but I mean, that's, I don't know. There, I don't know if there's a lot of, other plastic surgeons doing doing more like like I said, there's not a lot of people that that seek it out, which is kind of sad because it is pretty pretty easy to fix. I think it's just like more taboo for men to be interested in like yeah right like and, and I know superficial it, stuff. And I'll tell you, I think guys, I don't know, maybe Travis can weigh in us. I think guys are a lot less prone to go to the doctor. Like yeah. I don't know. I feel like women are more responsible than men. You know, like was there something wrong with, with, with women? Like oh, I probably should get this checked out. Men are like. Yeah, I'm fine. I don't know. What do you think, Charles? Do you go to the doctor? Speaking uh, speaking as a man for men, I think men are more responsible than women. What? Uh, no, I'm joking. I'm joking. Oh, okay. <laughs> I was like, okay, we're about to open a can of worms here. I was like, that's a lot. Yeah. <laughs> I have to release a good friend, though. Like, it has to be a good friend. But no, I think you are 100% right. I think you hit the nail on the head with it. I think women are just more, um, like, it's more common for them to worry about their health and have, like, preventative and like just checkups and stuff like that. Yeah. Like me and I just like, yeah, it'll heal on its own. Yeah, rub some dirt in it. <laughs> yeah, it'll be fine. <laughs> yeah, definitely. So, well, yeah. and also too, I think that like in the realm of like fixing things with your body, like it, I know women talk about stuff and some women are like kind of secretive, you know, like they'll go and have something done and they won't say anything. Yeah. But like, I mean, I know a lot of women like, well, they'll talk to their friends about it, right? They'll be yeah. like, oh, I'm gonna go have this thing done because a lot of times their friends have had stuff done yeah. too. But like I don't know, like me and my buddies sitting around drinking beer, it's like, hey, what do you guys think I should do about my man booze, right? Like, <laughs> yeah, I think it's just more socially acceptable for yeah. girls to do stuff like that, and that's. Yeah. But I, you know, if there's one thing I could to say for people, you know, out there, like if if that's a problem for you or, or if someone you know has that problem, like it, it is pretty easy to fix that. I mean, yeah. I was just you know thinking about all the surgeries I've done, you know, to repair that. I would say like 100% of the people that have had it done have been satisfied. And I think that, you know, really I can't think of a single complication I've had with anybody. Like yeah. it's just a pretty straightforward thing to fix. Um, so, it, I mean, obviously if it's not a bother for you, then please, by all means, don't go out and have surgery for no reason. But if it does bother you, like it's something that can, can be taken care of. So Yeah, seems totally worth it for some yeah, I mean, self-esteem. I, you know, you know, I'm, I'm one of those people too, like I, I, you know, I get kind of fixated on stuff. And so, mm -hmm. you know, thankfully I haven't caught the man boobs yet, but I mean, I'm, I'm still, maybe it might be coming on, I don't yeah. know. But you know, if it does happen, like I'd probably freak out about it, right? right. I'd probably want to get it fixed, but all right, well, it's a good talk. All right. So, um, uh, the next uh, topic, this is kind of like a, a noteworthy news thing. So, um, we were kind of talking about this before the show. I, I don't know if you guys uh, remember, you remember that girl, Caitlin Armstrong, um, she was in the news, especially around here in Texas. Uh, she basically was dating some guy and then like they broke up and then this new girl started dating the guy and that the new girl, her name was Mariah Wilson. Like she was a professional cyclist. And so Caitlin Armstrong ended up killing her, like shooting her. 
And then, so then uh, Caitlin basically fled, fled the country and there was this thing because they couldn't find her, you know, like I, I remember when this was going on because, you know, it was in Texas. I think it happened in Austin. So that's not that far from us. And you know, I remember hearing about it. So the girl was like on the lam for like a month, month and a half and, and come to find out that she, she, she basically sold her car. Uh, she took that money. She flew to Costa Rica and then she ended up getting plastic surgery to try to try to change her identity. She's hardcore. Man, that is pretty hardcore, yeah. right? Like a lot of people like don't go to that, you know, uh, that level. And so I think that, Travis, I think I brought a picture. Yeah, here she is. So that's her on the left. And, you know, you can kind of see on the right, like, I mean, she changed her hair color a little bit. And so definitely got a nose job. Nose job, right. Exactly right. That's exactly what she did. Like her nose is very, very different. Mm-hmm. And so, I mean, I'm not sure that I would have noticed that that is the same girl. I mean, if you look really hard, it's like, okay, the eye shape is very similar um, you know, forehead looks the same, cheeks are, you know, kind of the same, jawline and all that. Um, and so she ended up did getting getting caught, you know, after, I guess, 45 days, someone kind of picked her out and, yeah. and she got picked up. But it just kind of got me thinking about, like, that whole concept of, like, you know, can you truly change your identity with surgery? And it's kind of an interesting topic. Like, uh, did you ever watch that show? Uh, well, either one of you guys, uh, Narcos? Yes, I Okay. Have. Jones, you ever watch that show Narcos? Um, I caught like bits and pieces of it. I, yeah. I, I wasn't really big into it. Yeah, I, I kind of like those shows, like the historical like drama shows. I kind of eat them up. And so, yeah, I actually watched those. And um, so there was actually like a, a big cartel guy, Amado Fuentes, I think was his name. He was mm-hmm. on the show. Remember, he was the, he was the pilot guy. I think I remember that, yeah. Yeah, and he was like the pilot. And then, um, and these are all true stories, right? The Narcos, right. for the most part. I'm sure they, you know, they fictionalized a little bit. But right. he... Um, he ended up rising up through the ranks and he kind of became like a boss after a while. And then I think he got like a lot of heat because everyone knew who he was. And so, you know, he went to have plastic surgery to uh, change his identity and he died in surgery. And, um, you know, then there was the question of like, did the surgeons kill him? You know, like that, but those guys, the surgeons ended up getting axed. Like, you know, everybody, basically everyone died. But so, you know, I was just doing a little digging, you know, I always like to like look up, you know, stuff when we start talking about topics. And so I was, I was on this plastic surgery webpage for the similar plastic surgeon and they'd written like this little blog excerpt it's like well really this is the thing of movies you know you can't really do this and I was like I don't know I really disagree with that like I think that if somebody really was motivated and if they could find someone willing to do it and had enough time to like do all these procedures well that's that you know that's like could you do like everything you needed to do to make you like completely unrecognizable in one i think you could like now i'm not saying that this is safe so please by all means people out there don't 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 go go do it don't don't go do this but like you know realistically yeah you could i mean you know when i think about like doing mommy makeovers and stuff i mean we can we put people under anesthesia for seven or eight hours you Mm -hmm. know very commonly and nowadays that's very safe to do because you know the anesthesia these days is extremely safe and especially for patients who are healthier right like if somebody was really sick you know they had heart disease or like you know copd from smoking five packs of cigarettes a day for 50 years yeah i mean put them under anesthesia for a long time would be you know, potentially harmful to them. But, you know, for like a young, healthy person like yourself, for me, you know, uh, yeah, you could put them under anesthesia for quite a bit of time. So, so I was just kind of thinking like, just for fun, like, you know, well, one, I don't know, would if you guys suddenly were on the land, would you guys do this? Like, I mean, I guess it really depended on like, you know, like how dire is the situation, right? I mean, like, 
I mean, yeah. I guess. I, I don't know. Like, I can't say that I would get like plastic surgery if I was on the lamb. I probably just <laughs> like just. I, I would take my chances high now. I couldn't. I have an issue with like knives and needles. Oh really? Yeah. So I'm not gonna catch you in my office anytime soon. Probably not. <laughs> <laughs> well, you can come up and visit. We'll just hang out. Oh for sure. I got you <laughs> for sure. I'm, I'm there. I don't know. You know, I think about it. Like, you know, and obviously, like, you know, we're all kind of like, you know, good law-abiding citizens but i mean you know like what if something happened right like you know something crazy and like you had yeah to or just somebody was after you yeah maybe somebody's after but you, you didn't right? do anything wrong right like it's yeah it could be like you know a good plot for a movie but yeah. so i started thinking about okay so if i was going to change someone's identity yeah right how would you go about it well you know there's a lot you could do. Let's start with your hair. So that girl changed her hair, which I think is very smart. I mean, mm -hmm. I would have done it more drastic. Like, you know, it was kind of the same length and she did color it. I probably would crop it off, you know, mm -hmm. like go like something, get, get like the mom cut, you know, go from the long to the mom cut. But there's also things you could do. There's certain drugs you can take, which can increase your hair. There's certain drugs you could potentially take to make yourself lose your hair. You know, people take anabolic steroids and really boost their testosterone. Mm -hmm. And women can do this too. Like you could literally like cause yourself to like, you know, go bald. Yeah. Now, I know that's hardcore, but I mean, if we're on the lamb, right? Like yeah. you've got to start like thinking outside the box. Really then you think am. about your forehead. If you have wrinkles, you could get Botox. Like uh, there's brow lift surgery where you could kind of eliminate that altogether, which we don't really do brow lifts anymore. But, you know, in this fictional scenario, maybe... Maybe we could. Mm -hmm. Then your eyes, like uh, remember, Travis, we did the uh, we did the episode about the cat eyes. Oh yeah, yeah, uh -huh. yeah. Yeah, we yeah, weren't here man. for that. One. So the cat eyes is kind of a thing that was a, a trend for a while, where people were like basically, you know, making their eyes if they were more circular, more to like more uh, almond shaped. Right. And you know what, Doctor Herman, I changed yeah. my mind. I, I would, if I'm going on the lamb, I think I would do the plastic surgery. Yeah. But I would want them to make me look like Idris Elba or somebody like that. <laughs> <laughs> like yeah. I need the Idris Elba package. I mean, if you're gonna have surgery, man, you might as well come out oh, looking really good. Although, would that draw more attention to you? Then everybody would be like, No, because then everybody be like oh you're that famous guy and you're like no nah, that's not me <laughs> so they'll just they'll just be so obsessed with the fact that you might be a celebrity and then they'll just forget about it Thanks. that's right yeah that's true right they're definitely not going to think the celebrity is the one wanted yeah. for whatever exactly. it is we did exactly um but yeah you could change the shape of your eye then nose i think you know that girl the one thing that makes that girl look really different in that picture it's is she nose. really changed her nose yeah you know and i would say that honestly i i I don't really prefer the way her nose looks, but I mean, at the end of the day, like, I mean, it does look a lot different. And that is one of the key, key features of the face, which makes you, you, I would say eye shape is big, you know, nose, which you could change with like rhinoplasty. Then, then your cheeks, like, you know, that girl didn't have like really prominent cheeks. She could do things like fat grafting or fillers to like change that. I would have gotten colored contacts too. Ooh, that's a good one. Right. Cause they always put like the eye color on those sheets, mm -hmm. right? It's like, Blonde hair, green eyes. Yeah, I would have like changed my hair, like bleach blonde, got blue contacts. Yeah, like yeah. she like lip fillers, and like if you want to go hardcore, you can start to change the shape of your face with like implants. Mm -hmm. Like you can get like well, so for example, like that girl had a pretty wide jaw. She could have like uh, there are surgeries to reduce your jawline. Round she could have done yeah. things like a chin implant. Like you know, there's. There's a lot she could have done. I mean, maybe she ran out of money. Like, I think... I Probably. Think, she only sold her car, right? Yeah, right. Because I was starting to... You know, I was looking at all these things that potentially, like, I could do. Because I'm like, okay, in this imaginative scenario, somebody comes to me and says, all right, I'll give you, you know, a million dollars to, like, whatever. It's like, okay, could I do all this in one day? I think I could, you know. You're talking about, like, 
you know, changing your eyelids, changing your eye shape, you know, potentially implants, jaw, chin, nose job. Yeah, you could do it. I mean, it'd be a full day, but it's, it's doable. Mm -hmm. And I started thinking, okay, if you were going to like go to somebody and have all this done, how much would it cost? Because I wouldn't just do it for like the purchase price, right? Because obviously this person is like Yeah, that's hot. probably what she wasted all of her money on is because of the discretion. Yes, right? Because yeah. you don't want anybody to say anything. But yeah, I think to do all that, you'd be probably looking at like twenty five to $40,000 if you're going to wow. have that many surgeries. You know, so she needs to sell more than just her car. I was about to say, that's got to be a pretty, like, expensive car. Like, I couldn't sell my Honda. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and try to get the, the, the full package plastic surgery. I would yeah. be able to do it. You know, it makes you wonder, though, like, are there people out there that have actually done this and got away with it? Because you think, you know, I'm kind of like a, a history and crime buff. And, you know, you hear of these people that, like, did things and never found them. I mean, is it because they went and had plastic surgery? Like, I bet there's people out there, right, that have done that. Yeah, I mean, yep. there's definitely people out there that are wanted and never been found. Yeah, I mean, maybe they've had plastic surgery. I don't know, like, it's very interesting. I mean, people, like, they didn't. They don't change their identity, but they definitely look completely different than who they were. Well, yeah, I mean, you could, well, yeah, first thing, I guess, you know, yeah. change your face, but then you can get, like, you can get fake identities, like. Yeah. I wonder if, like, I wonder if the government, you never have the witness protection program. Mm -hmm. Do you think they ever do surgery on people to change them? I don't know. That would be a good gig, actually, you know, because I think about, like, you know, if somebody came to you want to do that, like, they're probably somebody who would probably kill you to keep you quiet. But, you know, like, if you worked for the government, you could potentially change people's identity for witness protection. Undercover stuff, too. Right, yeah, because the government's not going to, you know, off you for changing someone's identity. So like, we have a, a guest in, in the booth, Rebecca. She actually brought up a good point. She said, like, face off. Like the movie Face Off. Well, yeah. So face transplant, I mean, that's that's another thing. I mean, of course, I know that'd be trickier because, you know, if you do face transplant, then you got to take all these drugs, you know. I mean, I guess you could do it, but it'd be easier to track you, you know, because if somebody had known you did it, then all they have to do is search, like, for where those prescriptions, because those drugs are not common. Jeez. So I'm thinking, man, like, I'm thinking, oh, that's not a bad idea, but, like, you know, that, that does leave a little bit of a trail. You know, That's and if insane. you don't want to get caught, like, I mean, you got to think about these things. Yeah. It's the little things that get you. Yeah. It's crazy <laughs> what you can do whenever you're putting Desperate. That. Yeah. Yeah. If you're desperate, right? All right. So moving on. Uh, it's going to do, we're going to do the Nip Tuck 911. And this is something, actually, you brought this up too. So I really appreciate, like, you bringing all these good, yeah. good topics up. We were, uh, Travis, we were talking about Photoshopping of celebrities. So... Uh -huh. I didn't really know that this was a big thing. I mean, I, I guess I'm just naive. I just figured that, like, you know, like, they, they already look good. Like, why Yeah. Why would why, you make yeah. them look even better? But apparently that's a pretty common thing. And, mm -hmm. uh, you know, I started, like, doing some research on it. And there was basically an endless supply of these, you know, befores and afters of uh, – or not befores and afters, but basically – pictures that you could see yeah here get a little of this this one is like ridiculous this one's pretty old this is from around 1990 this is Oprah's head and they completely used someone else's body like they basically put her head on some model's body and then put that so on this the, is like a, this is a real picture like this was a real yeah magazine cover and TV yeah guy. Yes. I did not know that. I thought this was like some Photoshop that somebody did. Like just no, that was like a it. real. That was like a real episode. Or I episode. wonder if back then that they even asked for her permission to do that. So that's the funny. Like how thing. insulting. Right. I know, right? No, I I think they didn't because like even in today's time, now that one's like completely ludicrous, where they yeah. basically put her face on someone else's body. But yeah. in today's times, where they're they're using true Photoshop, you know, to change things, like a lot of times they're not. They're mm -hmm. not like 
asking the people. So this is uh, Kelly Clarkson. And so, uh, you know, I've, I've seen her before. She's, she's a great singer. Um, but, you know, she's not necessarily like a super petite gal. And so that picture is from 2009. And that picture of her on the right is from the same exact time frame. Those pictures were taken basically with like in a month of each other. And so you look at that and it's like, I mean, it's obvious. I mean, it doesn't, it doesn't even necessarily look like her. Right. You know, and so... Uh, yeah, and here's this guy. So this guy, uh, his name is uh, Andy Roddick. You know him? Yeah. Oh, he's a tennis player, right? Yeah. Yeah, right. Yeah. I, I'm not really. I, I used to watch tennis back in the days of Anna Kournikova. Like, I mean, everyone loved her, but I kind of got fell fallen off a little bit. Mm. But but look at that guy's arms. He looks like Arnold Schwarzenegger. Like, yeah. In, in the picture there, and then you look at his like regular arm size, which he's not like you know a beanpole or anything. But that's obviously. I mean, it almost looks like they did the same thing that they put. And he was like, I remember he was he like. He just looks misshapen in the magazine. He I know. looks like a weird shape. Yeah, it just looks kind of ridiculous, doesn't it? Like, yeah. I I don't know. All right, so this is a model. Her name is Zendaya. Yeah, yeah. you know her? Mm -hmm. And you're so good. And she is super petite. And then they did something to her legs, which is ridiculous. Yeah, you picked it out immediately. So the, the real picture is the right, which she looks very, very thin to start with. But they yeah. made her even skinnier. It's ridiculous. I don't know. And this was a few years back because nowadays, like, I can't remember, let's see. Uh, I was trying to remember when that year was from. I think that was like early teens because uh, nowadays they're getting kind of getting away from that. A from lot that. of celebrities are like pride themselves on like, no, like you yeah. well, do I not think that, Photoshop my I stuff. think the problem is, is that like they signed these like agreements that yeah. the, the, the magazine or the media can touch up the picture. Yeah, at their discretion. At their right? discretion, yeah. right? Which could mean... I mean, I guess anything like, and you know, it's like the Wild West. They can like completely change their, you know, whole appearance. I mean, Wild. The, the guy, that tennis player, I mean, that, he looks totally different. So this one's not too bad. So this is uh, Katy Perry, uh, and she was in Rolling Stone. So the one on the left is the actual picture. And so, I mean, I don't know. It may be hard to tell on that. It looks a lot. When I pulled it up, like. Her chest looks bigger. Like they changed her skin a lot. Like they took away a lot of moles. And like you look on the right picture, like her leg is a lot skinnier. Like they they shaved yeah. they shaved off like her Did her some thigh. Some highlighting. Yeah, that one's not stuff. terrible. I don't know. I just yeah. my biggest problem in all this is like it, it just makes these unrealistic expectations for people. I mean, these yeah. people are already like good looking. They're, people already look up to them, and it's like you know they make these just ridiculous like body image expectations for people which i think has a negative effect on you know the average person looking at yeah and then on top of that i bet most of those people have had like procedures done and then they get like the picture back and they're like um what like I that i need to do that too i know right these <laughs> people are already like busting themselves to try to look as good as they can and yeah. then you know, and then some, you know, company comes along and they, they alter it even more. Like, yeah. so, so it's like, I don't know, it's like not good for the celebrities. It's not good for like the people looking. So this is Demi Moore. I didn't really, Demi Moore had gotten that skinny. Like I almost wondered if they Photoshopped her entire body, but like She's you super can, tiny. she looks really thin right there. Yeah. Right. Like, um, I, I, I don't, I, it just almost doesn't look like her to me. And so like the biggest thing, and, and I don't know if you can see that up there on the screen, uh, Sarah Travis, mm -hmm. like you look at her hip. And like her hip is like a whole inch inside of her outer thigh. Like yeah. it's just obvious that they constricted her her hips in that yeah, picture. Yeah, you can see. Yeah, you can definitely see. Yeah. Like it's just it just doesn't look like real almost. Yeah. So the next one is actually a celebrity which photoshopped her own picture. Now this one's a little subtle. So that's Beyonce, obviously, and 
what she basically did is she increased the space between her thighs using Photoshop. But when she did that, look at the step behind her thighs. Like you look at the step on either side of her oh, like yeah, lateral thigh. Oh yeah, it doesn't line up. No, it doesn't line up. Like it's it's like a tip off that she basically used something to expand that space mm -hmm. to like cut off part of her thighs, which is crazy. I mean, Beyonce's like she's famous. She's like great looking. Like I don't know, maybe her people did that. Like I think that was actually. I don't know if that, I don't think it was on her social media. I think that was on her her actual like webpage. That I guess all the celebrities have their own webpage. Mm -hmm. And so this one cracks me up. So the Kardashians are so famous for doing for doing all that stuff. Photoshops, yeah. Yeah, well, yeah, that's what we were talking about. So this is Chris Jenner and Gordon Ramsay, who I love Gordon Ramsay, by the way. He's hilarious. So what's funny about this one is I think the picture on the left is what Gordon Ramsay posts on his like social media. So like they look like themselves. They look like normal people. And then the one on the right, like, I mean, it looks like the they, they took the airbrush to it. Like, like Gordon Ramsay lost all his wrinkles. Like her face, you know, looks like her skin looks like flawless. And I just found that it definitely looks like an Instagram filter or something for oh, sure. Yeah, yeah. Uh, maybe. Uh, yeah. It's almost like they even like airbrushed the book. Yeah. <laughs> Not only are we going to airbrush your face, we're going to airbrush your face on the book. That's probably, that's probably already airbrushed. The book is not even safe at this yeah. point. <laughs> like, they airbrushed the book. It like but I did think that one was kind of comical because, like, I think he posted just some, you know, the picture on his, and it's like, you know, the real picture, because he's like, I'm Gordon Ramsay, the matter what you know, yeah. yeah. I look like. And then, uh, and then she Whoa. Goes, Isn't this one ridiculous? Oh, my God. That's an actual ad, a Ralph Lauren ad. Like, so this isn't like somebody, you know, Posting that on, you know, making this like that's actually an ad for Ralph Lauren. Look at that. That's the same person. She looks same... like a Tim Burton character. <laughs> she looks. Who was that guy's name? The Scarecrow guy. Uh, is it night? Is it Christmas? Night before, yeah, night before Christmas. Yeah, Miss, night before I think skeleton, it's, Mr. Skeleton. Yeah. I can't remember. I'm so bad. I can't remember. My kids either. are probably home. Like, Gosh. Oh, Dad, you're such an embarrassment. That, that movie used to scare me too when I was Jack a kid. Jack Skeleton. Jack Skeleton. Uh, Rebecca just gave us the answers. Jack hey, yeah. thank you, Rebecca. We're going to <laughs> we're to make you part of the show and keep yes, us in line here. But yeah, you know, I I. I don't have a problem, I guess, with like little like minor stuff, like, you know, if they want to make the skin brighter or whatever, but like, I don't know, I, I just don't think it's right when they morph the bodies, you mm -hmm. know, um, and not really because I feel like I'm getting tricked, but like, I just, I, as a plastic surgeon, you know, and having people come in who, who really have maybe unrealistic expectations of their own bodies. Mm -hmm. Like, I think that, you know, the media has played a part in that. And so, For sure. you know, that that's potentially harmful to people. And, you know, uh, part of my job when people come in is, is, you know, making sure that that they have realistic expectations, that they're, like, not overly critical of themselves, you know? Yeah. Because I think that people can get taken advantage of, you know? Um, as I've always said, I'm one of the biggest critics of my specialty. And, you know, there are people out there who, you know, will kind of feed into that and, you know, find somebody that, that they can profit off that. And right. so, you know, I just, I don't know. I just hate for people to get taken advantage of or feel like that, you know, they're not worthy because they are trying to live up to some fake, you know, picture on a magazine cover. Yeah, because it's not real. It's not even real, right? But the average people don't know. Heck, I didn't even, I, I'm in the business and I didn't realize this was that big of a deal. Like when you mentioned, I was like, wow, they're really Photoshopping magazines these days? I got the idea from TikTok. Oh, did you? Yeah. It was, was just, there like, it was just this guy, he, I don't know what his, um, like his theme of his TikTok was or like what it is for his profile, but he was just talking about how celebrities have been like just completely misrepresenting yeah. themselves. 
Yeah. Yeah, and, 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 and after doing some digging, like, yeah, they are doing that themselves, but sometimes it is like the media companies, mm -hmm. you know? Sometimes, I, and I, I don't know why they do it. Like, I mean, I would think that they would catch a lot of flack. Nowadays, people are like really on top of this stuff. Like, I think, you know, 10 or 15 years ago, you could probably get away with it, but nowadays, like, everyone's a sleuth. And, uh, you know, they, they figure figure stuff out. It's funny, like, talking about, like, people being sued. I saw this thing on Reddit. You ever get on Reddit? Yes. <laughs> so I saw this thing on Reddit, and, like, it was, I, I follow these Reddit pages, and one of my followers is, like, old school cool. And it's, like, basically people posting pictures of, like, their mom or their grandparents, like, back in the day. Mm -hmm. And so this guy posted this picture of his mom. And so his mom's, like, I guess on a hike, and there's, like, a mountain and a lake in this little town. And, and basically it said, oh, this is my mom in like 1980. And by the way, does anyone know where this is, right? And it's literally just like a picture of, I mean, there was like some definition. There was a mountain and you could see a lake. Like within, I think a couple of hours, like somebody geolocated that exact location. Wow. Isn't that wild? Like, I guess like they use like Google Earth or something. Like mm -hmm. it kind of blew my mind. And then I get kind of, you know, you fall down the rabbit hole of Reddit. I don't know if you ever use it, but like you start like going through all the comments and like, yeah, basically they were using like uh, the the mountain and the, and the earth, and then putting in some program to like to pull up possible locations, and they pull up like the area on a map, mm -hmm. and they basically from a picture figured out where this was. Wow, it's pretty wild. Like that's like CIA stuff, right? Right. You know, it's like probably what they do to like find terrorists or something. I don't know. <laughs> but anyway, it was pretty good. But good conversation. Yeah. So Travis, we got any questions today? Oh, uh, we do. We we're kind of early. Like, we usually don't film this early, so I'm, I'm afraid people, are they up and at him or oh, what? Oh, yeah, of course. We have uh, uh, Mark. He asked, um, does insurance uh, cover, what is it, Oh, gynecomastia surgery? Yeah, gynecomastia Oh, that's surgery. a good question. You know, uh, the, the answer to that is today, no. Um, and, and I mean, that's a whole nother conversation that really kind of annoys me. You know, as a plastic surgeon, there are a lot of surgeries I do that do kind of border that medical necessity versus cosmetic. You know, the most classic one being breast reduction surgery. Mm -hmm. You know, I used to do tons of breast reduction surgery through insurance and it's just gotten harder and harder to cover because the insurance companies know that to a certain degree, it, you know, it does help make people feel better if they have neck pain, shoulder pain, back pain, but it also improves the look of it. So a lot of people want to do it. And so, you know, over the years, it's basically gotten impossible to cover that. And so gynecomastia is, is very similar in that, like when I first started, you know, practice 12 years ago, I occasionally could get gynecomastia covered, covered by insurance. Um, you had to fight for it a little bit, show that it was causing distress or maybe they had some pain, you know, or whatever. Yeah, because you were talking about the 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 painful like yeah. lumps and stuff yeah. yeah yeah and that that is a part of it like that's not like for every patient but mm -hmm. there definitely is some like you know uh potential for discomfort but yeah. um but yeah it's gotten really hard to get it covered like i guess like the only way you could potentially get it covered is if you if you had a very distinct painful mass you could code it as like being a you know a, a lesion and mm -hmm. you might but like if it's if it's the fatty part no they they just they won't cover that mm. which is really interesting yeah, it's kind of a shame because, like, you know, I feel like if something that you have wrong with you is causing you, like, you know, a lot of emotional distress, that, I mean, I don't know, like, you have insurance for a reason, right? It's like, mm -hmm. I feel like some of that stuff should be covered. But, right. But no one asked me, like, you know, <laughs> the insurance companies don't ask me, like, what should be covered and not covered, but. Well, so we have another question. Um, this one kind of goes back to um, the criminal, like, uh, question that you had earlier. The Somebody, criminal? Yeah, the criminal question. It says, Dr. Herman, would you ever change someone's identity? <laughs> uh, I probably would not. 
Probably wouldn't. Well, there's a couple reasons. One, like the whole like thought of like, okay, why is this person changing their identity, right? Like, are they gonna want me to, you know, not tell anyone? They're gonna off me. Um, but two, like, you know, I'm a I'm, nowadays I'm a breast and body specialist. I don't do nose jobs anymore. I mean, I could do those things, but like, I don't know. I at this point, I just kind of do what I like to do. And so, as interesting as that would be, and as a challenge it would be. Um, you know, we could do, Charles, we could do the elf ears. Remember the elf ear conversation we had? <laughs> you know what? It's so funny. I have conversations outside of, like, work about the elf ears. I never heard of it before the show. So other people, like, are talking about the elf ears. Man, I talk about it to other people. I'm like, oh, well, really? do you know that they are, like, getting elf ears? <laughs> like, this is a real thing. That's so, so amazing to me. we did. I don't know if you saw the thing on, uh, I know you're on social media a lot. Did you see about the thing where Elon Musk was talking to Grimes, and she, Grimes was asking people of, any of her followers had done the elf ear modification like literally i mean they i know that's popular to do like within like a certain like niche groups so and it was funny when we were talking about that like i was trying to find a surgeon in the united states that advertised it and i couldn't find one and i was like well maybe i should be the elf ear surgeon <laughs> the elf ear expert <laughs> <laughs> but uh no i mean going back sorry i kind of got in the weeds there um I probably wouldn't change someone's identity like i do the whole thing sounds seedy like what, like if somebody came up came to your office and was like i want to completely redo what my face looks like would you be like why, why? yeah why or would you be like all right as long as you can pay for it let's go <laughs> yeah i don't know i would start probably asking questions like yeah. i don't know why does that person want to do like who's following this person that may find me at the end of the trail right. yeah i don't know i probably wouldn't do it For now sure. i don't know maybe for the government though like i feel like doing it for the government would be safer well that would be that would probably be really interesting yeah i wonder if that happens like i'm gonna I'm gonna do some more digging. Yeah, like if like like if an, a CIA agent like got their like a cover blown. Yeah, cover blown. They still right. needed to operate. Yes. Sure. Well, no, that sure. don't they do that in Mission Impossible? No, they do the face stuff. That's well, have you ever seen Get Smart with Steve Carell? Oh yeah. You know his I'm partner gonna... goes through um, plastic surgery oh, to keep her because right. her cover got blown, and I... she's like this beautiful like blonde headed girl, and then her she turns into that uh, the other her other character, but. Oh, right. It was, um, is it Anne Hathaway? Mm -hmm. I love her. You know, one of my like favorite movies that I'm almost embarrassed to say is, did you ever see The Devil Wears Prada? Yes. I love that movie. It's a good movie. I like the fashion stuff in it. Like, yeah. Yeah. I figured well, me like too. It. Yeah, I know. You figured oh, like that. Gosh. I love That's Anne hilarious. Hathaway. All right. All right we got any more? Is that it? Yeah. Our last question last is one. from John. Okay. Um, he says, how expensive is hair loss surgery? Oh, that's probably from last. So last, wait, was that last episode we were talking mm -hmm. about? Yeah, last oh, episode we were talking about hair loss. Yeah. Well, that's a good question. I don't do the hair loss surgeries anymore. I did few of them in training. Um, I would think that each individual session wouldn't be that expensive. Like, you know, you think about like, what is the cost for surgeon fee, anesthesia, all that. I mean, something like that would probably run you, I mean, I would guess somewhere in the range of like 5,000. But the problem is, is that you can't do it all at once. Mm. You know, you can't like, you know, cause what they do is you basically take a strip of hair here, you slice it in the little pots and you, you plug it in at the top. Um, but you, in order to do that, you got to take out a piece, close it, then that's all got to stretch back out. And then you, you can't like take all of it at once. So you're looking at multiple surgeries. So man, I would say to do, I mean, you're probably looking at 20 or 30 grand, I would guess to do an entire head. How long would that take? Like a year or six months? Excuse me. Sorry. Um, yeah, it probably would take, uh, probably a year. Cause I usually do surgeries. Like I usually make people wait like, you know, three months, make sure everything's healed, you know? So yeah, it'd probably take you a year or longer. But I mean, I guess if you're young, like, you know, you got your whole life, you know, moving forward, so. Yeah. But 
That's a good question. I don't have an exact, but it would be not cheap. <laughs> no. Not cheap, but. All right, I think, is that all the time we have for, all the time we have That's today, Travis? That is all. That is it. All right. I think it's some good topics today. Absolutely. Yeah. Sarah, I'm really glad that you're, you'll be joining me moving forward. Yeah, me too. Like, I, we'll have to do some more, like, you know, lifestyle and fashion stuff. Like, yeah. I love that stuff, too. Like, we, we tend to get, like, really into the, the health and the um, surgery stuff. But we'll have to get some more, like, social stuff going. Yeah. We'll brainstorm. Yeah, we can talk about fall trends, fall fashion Let's trends. Let's do it. I would love to yeah. do that. Like, I, I do love that. I mean, no, I mean, it kind of goes along with being a plastic surgeon, right? I'm kind of more into, like, the artsy stuff. And yeah. Stuff. But anyway, everyone, thank you so much for watching. We'll catch you guys next week. And uh, have a good week. Take care.